They <laughs> <laughs> we were just saying how oh, we're never gonna make it because we don't have a gotta have a real intro. We don't have a real intro. We so like a little... someone out there wants to do an intro for us. Yeah, that'd be hype. <laughs> Biohacking wellness. Oh, that's uh, you didn't even know the name of it. <laughs> it is biohacking wellness. Yes, it is. Okay. So we want to talk about foods that make health claims that generally get accepted as health health foods. And this is really coming from, you know, when we do these workshops and when you guys have your coaching calls, uh, but it's like, we'll, we'll do a workshop and we'll introduce our program to people. And all of a sudden it turns into, what about this? What about this? What about this? People. The principle is very simple. God food heals, man food kills. Bottom line. So we want to get in and just talk a little bit about just a couple of some items that are out there that people mistake as being good for them because of garbage that gets printed on, on the label. I was because of the labeling. Right, right. So Or who sponsors it. Right. Or it's advertising for them or whatever. So what do we want to attack first? Let's just go milk. It does a body good. Right? Because if you walk into our local high school right now, there's a poster in the cafeteria of some athlete with, a, with the milk mustache. Right. Making the claim. That milk does a body good. The milk does a body good. So let's talk about that. Okay. This is the way that was forever cemented into my mind when it comes to milk and to dairy. When was the last time in nature you've seen an animal drinking milk beyond its infancy? Especially from another animal. I'm going to get there. I don't steal my thunder. When was the last time you saw it? It doesn't happen. When was the last time in nature you've seen an animal drinking milk from another animal? Also does not happen. Maybe the parent died. Hey, so <laughs> the argument then becomes, well, what about calcium? Where do we get our calcium? Where do we get all these other essential nutrients and protein and all this other stuff? Well, the problem with most dairy is that... Conventional. Most conventional dairy, you, you become what you ate, what you eat ate, right? So we have conventional dairy farms that are feeding their cows grains that have been treated with all sorts of junk. And then we have pasteurized and ultra, ultra pasteurized. That's my favorite. Ultra pasteurized. The reality is, is when you do those things, you're going to kill the enzyme your body needs to absorb it. So you don't get the nutrient benefits from the dairy, like they claim. Right. So the label shows that it has calcium and has whatever, but you don't actually absorb it because the pasteurization process right. has ruined it. Is dairy high in calcium? Yes. But there's also so much phosphorus in calcium that- And milk. Or in milk, excuse me, that you don't absorb the calcium from milk anyway. So there's the other part of that as well that where people have overt um, and covert dairy sensitivities that when they consume that dairy, they're getting an inflammatory response. And that inflammatory response leads to all the inflammatory diseases that we've talked about in previous in previous uh, times. So that's the first one that I would go after is dairy. 
What about raw dairy or A2 milk or like you see all these different things? Yeah, some things of those are actually better. Right. Um, but again, if you have a covert dairy sensitivity, which you should be tested for, then it doesn't matter. Um, same thing for goat milk, same thing for, you know, all these other milks that come from animals. So, um, there are replacements out there and I think the, the, the replacements depend on individuals, et cetera, but, um, dairy is just, well, doesn't do a body good like they claim that it does. Okay. So your turn. Okay. I was thinking oatmeal. That's a great one. Because I get a lot of, you know, I just hear a lot of like, oats are healthy and oatmeal is like this super good breakfast. And, um, you know, working in a rehab facility where like oatmeal is an option a lot of people would choose, right? And I think it gets confused because there are nutrients, beneficial nutrients in oatmeal. So it is high in fiber and it is full of, you know, zinc and iron and magnesium, like all these things. I think the problem is most oats, well, A, if they're not gluten-free, they're definitely, or organic, they're going to be cross-contaminated with glyphosate, which we don't need to go into that whole gamut of things, but that's going to wreak havoc on your gut. Not not cross-contaminated, contaminated contaminated, uh, with glyphosate. Because right. they spray it. Right. So you have that issue going on. Most, I mean, sure, I, I do know some people that like just take straight up organic oats, dump the plain oats into a smoothie. Right. And, you know, and that's probably fine. You are going to get the fiber and the nutrients. That's not how most people eat oatmeal and why most people like oatmeal. A, you're buying the packets at the store that have way, way, way high sugar. Right amongst other additives, preservatives. And then I think what people forget is you actually don't absorb the nutrient profile if the sugar profile is so high. Like sugar disrupts everything. Right. And then you're not even getting the nutrients. It's kind of like the milk, right? Like, yes, all of these things have nutrients in them. They do you no good if you can't absorb them. So pasteurization means you can't absorb dairy and the sugar and other th- preservatives, ingredients, chemicals, and oatmeal mean you don't absorb the nutrients anyway. So I think it's depending on how you eat your oats, but your traditional packaged oatmeal. But it's heart healthy. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, they obviously claim it's heart healthy because it's what? Because of the nutrient profile that's in it. But you've just got to be sure you're not countering it with what you're. And then, okay, say you get the plain oats because I've seen this too. Well, I'll buy the plain oats. And then what do you make it with? Yeah. Nobody eats oats by themselves. Right. Except for the times I've seen when people add it into a, a smoothie. Right. Again, you're not eating it by yourself. You're eating it with right. fruit that you've mechanically broken down that's going to spike your blood sugar quicker right. than anyway. So it's considered a low glycemic food until you See, add your syrup to it. Let's <laughs> call yeah, syrup, sugar, brown sugar. I remember as a kid getting a bowl of oatmeal just piling it with brown sugar and raisins, all this like sugar additive crap. Right. Um, that, Which is how it is at a hotel. Right. Like if you go to a hotel breakfast, it's like, here's your oats. Here's the raisins and the brown sugar and the right. cream or whatever you put on. So let's let's talk about that for a second because oats, you think Quaker. You know, and I'm pretty sure Quaker oats actually have the American Heart Association logo on there. Right. 
you know, and like honey nut Cheerios, they're made with those, they're heart healthy, they'll lower your cholesterol. They're, you know, there's that little American Heart Association. I went down some serious rabbit holes with those. And I I challenge anyone to just go Google corporate sponsors of American Heart Association. And you'll see the corporate sponsors being the company, the drug companies that sell the drugs to lower your cholesterol and, and treat quote unquote heart disease. When the reality is, is the sugar that's in these is creating the inflammation that's creating the heart disease and the sponsors of right. these programs profit from that. So, of course, they want you to consume them. Right. Yeah. If you just read those labels, it's like. <laughs> and just, I always say people, when you Google stuff, you got to go one step deeper because Google's not just going to throw you the information right. You got to go one step deeper. Got to look at it just a little bit deeper. And when you really start digging, it's mind blowing that we just accept that little American Heart Association thing that's, you know, or that American diabetes. Like, it's right. it's good to eat. It must be good for us. Let's let's buy this and feed it to our children when in reality, what you're giving them is a little bit of fiber and a lot of glyphosate, a lot of sugar, uh, a lot of other things. Right. And then we wonder why our health system is such a disaster. Well, not to mention oats have tons of antinutrients too. Like they have lots of phytic acid. I mean, there's other, so... Google some of those things too, like just Google antinutrients and oats. <laughs> so a lot of things counter each other. So, well, what do I eat for breakfast? Protein, or fat, or adult? Right. Eat breakfast. I had two hard boiled eggs yesterday. I had four hard boiled eggs. <laughs> That's my new thing: four hard boiled eggs, a little bit of blueberries. Perfect. Protein, fat, fiber. Boom. Okay, let's go after energy drinks because we had this thing a couple of weeks ago with someone that was on the program, but was drinking these things and then made the claim, but they have vitamins. Right. You want to talk about anti-nutrients? Read the label of an energy drink. Um, they throw vitamins in there put it, so they can put it on the can so that you think, oh, hey, look, this is going to be good for me because it has vitamins and minerals. The problem with that is there's so much caffeine in that. Caffeine's a diuretic which means you're just going to pee all those nutrients out anyway. It's doing you absolutely no good. It is a total marketing gimmick to get them to buy, to get you to buy their product by putting, it's full of vitamins. It makes me sad because it's, it's genuinely honest, good people trying to like make good choices. Right. Like the people that I interact with that are doing this, like they genuinely just believe what's on the label or they believe what's on the can because they don't know any different. And so it's like, the fact that companies purposely do that, knowing that, right? Like, we're just like, oh, I'm getting vitamins. And caffeine in and of itself, plenty of people don't think is harmful. So it's like, I'm getting caffeine and vitamins. Like, how is this bad for me? Right. And I think it's... And there's there's people, there's also people that will make an argument that, ca- that moderate caffeine consumption is, is good for you. And I've seen good right. stuff arguing both ways. But what we need to do is stop calling them energy drinks and start calling them, calling them stimulant drinks. Because that's all they're doing is they're just, they're a stimulant. They're driving your adrenal glands. They're driving everything else. And there's a reason why. So what's the ramification of that? Because I think people think, I'm going to drink an energy drink. I have energy to go about my day. And the ta-da. long-term effect of that is less energy. And at those levels of caffeine, I think we can follow what Dr. Amen says, and that's you're going to have less blood flow going to the brain. Right. It's interesting for me because I've just never consumed, I've never had an energy drink in my life. But the, but they also just make that, you know, people are going to make the argument, well, I drink the kind that has no sugar. 
But they taste good. They taste good, but they have no sugar. Look at start looking into what sucralose does. The the sweetener sucralose. You know, we've attacked aspartame in the past. Uh, most diet sodas and most uh, you know Coke Zero and all this other crap that they're making. Coke Zero is literally just rebranded Diet Coke. That's all it is. You look at the sweetener and the ingredients are the same. The sweetener's aspartame. We've gone down that road in the past. Um, but most energy drinks use sucralose, which the, the effects of sucralose are basically abnormal gut function, blocking your absorption. And So again, you would struggle to absorb the vitamins and nutrients that they put in there anyway. And long-term effects, it's going to mess up your gut. Right. So, hey, leaky gut. Big time. I, I did read a study that said, and I know lots of energy drinks don't do this, but there are some. I cannot remember the brands. But if you have regular sugar and sucralose, it's like a double whammy for what it does. One inflammatory spot. Like, yeah. It's like bad news. Yeah. So bad. I don't remember the brand, but anyway. Okay. What about Gatorade? Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, where do we start? Food dyes. Chuck full of food. Well, let's go back. Gatorade in its initial, like when it was being produced in the 70s, was an electrolyte drink. Right. Now. Which is beneficial. And it did have its benefit. Um, but now it is a for, for profit. And not just Gatorade. I, I need to throw just all commercially sports, drink. sports drinks, you know, Powerade, Body Armor, Body Armor, all that other crap. Um, the first problem with those is going to be the food dyes. Uh, food dyes, the reason why they change the color of your tongue is because <laughs> it binds the protein and actually changes the protein so your body no longer recognizes it. Food dyes are highly associated with ADD, autism, uh, neurodevelopmental disorders, decreased brain function, et cetera. So they're going to mess with your brain. So, But they have to make it that fun red color or that fun blue color. Uh, Sugar content, total disaster. The zero sugar, I didn't even argue that it's even worse. Um, so at the end of the day, you're getting sugar water with a very, very small amount of actual electrolytes in it. So what do you have instead? There's a lot of commercially available um, electrolyte products that are that you can get that are a heck of a lot better. They just don't sell them at the quickie market. Right. Uh, you got to find people like us to to get those or, or seek them out online from from healthy sources like Myoscience. Um, we like Element. There's been some other ones that people... Redmond Relight. Is it Noon and you... Yeah. Relight. Anyway, there's much, much better products that are out there. Please don't buy I your- think you have to search for an electrolyte with no sugar because that's the key because even the ones they sell in the stores that a lot of people love, like Quick. what's the really big one? Um, like the Prime I, Liquid IV oh. or whatever. Like that's, I would say, is the most common... And it just has a lot of sugar in it. Like it is. That's the first ingredient. Right. And so I think you wanted to look for an electrolyte without sugar. And you can't find this. Right. Right. All right. Where else do we want to take this? Mm. That was the big four we wanted to cover. That was the big four we wanted to cover. Why don't we just circle back and go over the rules of when you buy food, what to look for on the label. Okay. And that you're not looking at packaging claims. Right. I think that's the biggest. So the number one rule is if the packaging makes a claim, a health claim, they're either A, lying or B, trying to hide something else. You know, so licorice, 
low, you know, Twizzlers, they say they're low fat. But look at all the sugar and all food dye and all the gluten that's in there. So just remember, okay, make it in those First off, let's just try to not eat food that comes in a package. Right. Then you don't even have to worry about what the label says. But there's some very simple rules to follow once you get past that. If it makes a health claim, skip it. Then flip it over. Don't read the calorie stuff. Read the actual ingredients. Right? And if the ingredients list, in that ingredients list, if there are foods that you cannot pronounce, don't buy it. Okay. If that ingredient list is more than two or three ingredients long, it's probably not real food. Unless they're spices. Unless they're spices. Because that's my new thing. Like, yeah. you know, you can buy some things and it'll have like onion, paprika, garlic. Like, All obviously, if it's things like that, then that's okay. So if you can pronounce everything in there, right. then okay. you're good. Perfect. That's pretty much it. Okay. There's certain things you should avoid, but. Hopefully this is eye-opening for some people. And I think it's realizing it, it's if you think about it, that the things we talked about today, they're the quick, they're the quick foods. And we like that because we like things that are convenient. So it's like that's why we grab the oatmeal packet. That's why we grab the Gatorade, because we don't have to like dump an electrolyte powder in and shake it up. It's like we like that grab and go. Mm-hmm. And so it's learning to be like, I'm gonna have to take a little bit of time ahead of time to make be able to make better choices. So plan ahead. Plan ahead just a little bit. All right. Okay. Well, hopefully you find that helpful. Uh, please feel free to comment what you'd like to hear us talk about next. And please share these videos. Thank you.